This episode brought to you by James Franco. <laughs> uh, maybe not. Maybe we shouldn't do that. Let's not. Considering <laughs> he's technically canceled, he probably shouldn't be affiliated with James Franco. Let's let's be like Seth Rogen and distance ourselves away from him. Excelsior, welcome to the 12th episode of Navigating the Multiverse. I am your friendly neighborhood, Nick Job. Hey, I'm your special cameo guy, Jason Soto. <laughs> you just cameo in all the podcasts. Yep. I just show up. You, you specifically listen to podcasts to see when I pop up. Uh, where? But where would we find those podcasts? Uh, the internet. Oh, and oh, okay. and rabbitholepodcast.com. If you type that into your little web browser thingy, uh, that's going to take you to a wonderful website that I built from scratch. And it's going to have a bunch of different podcasts on there for you to listen to. Uh, not only this one, this is a fine podcast, if I say so myself, this is a pretty good one, uh, but maybe, you know, you want a comedy show, maybe you want to laugh a little bit, uh, so you can check out whatever with Jason Soto, uh, maybe you're into board games and movies, and you want to hear about board games based on movies, <gasps> they're a Cinegamer, uh, maybe you're a history nerd, and you want to hear, uh, some great historic facts, but you only got 30 minutes, there's Infoblast. Thank you. Rob's not here to do it, so I figured I'd let you do it. Um, <laughs> and so many more. There's a lot of great shows. I can go on all day about it, but we got a lot to get to, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, RabbitHolePodcast.com. And uh, speaking of being in a hurry, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Run. Run P. Yeah, Run P. It is an app. It's free. You download it onto your phone, Google or iOS, whichever you have. It's available on both. And when you go to the movies, uh, let's say in about two, three, four, about three and a half months' time uh, to go see a movie that we're going to be talking about in about five minutes, uh, which is going to be a very long movie. I can already just sense it. It's going to be probably two and a half, three hours long. Uh, yeah. You're going to have to go to the bathroom at some point, but you don't want to miss anything exciting. You don't want to. You don't want to miss. Uh, I mean, is that actually Patrick Stewart? You might miss it. You might miss it when you're in the bathroom. So this app is going to tell you, hey, during this time in the movie. Uh, nothing's much is happening of note, and so this is a perfect time to go to the bathroom, or go get a refill, go get a snack, uh, go do whatever, and then it counts down how much time you have, and then it will tell you what little bits of information you may be missing. It's a wonderful app, the guys that run it, they're really cool, they're really chill, they've been very patient with me and my shenanigans, uh, I've, I called them a, uh, what did I call them on the other podcast? I said it was not a, uh, fetish site for marathoners who aren't to diaper play. Um, <laughs> and they are not, I'm going to say, go for the record and say they are not that. They are indeed a very helpful app for when you go to the movies. So that is Run P. 
and download it today. All right. Back to you, Nick. At this point, I am wondering if there is going to be a single moment you can miss for Multiverse of Madness. Um, it just seems like it's so chock full of everything <laughs> that it, there's not going to be any downtime. Yeah, I think those the makers of that app are going to have their work cut out for them on that one. Um, but we'll see. There might be like you know even like the non-important yeah. moments might have something. You never know. Yeah. Uh, but as for the show, we are packed today, uh, but not with what we had thought we were going to be packed with. Hmm. Um, we are going to be putting a rain check on the Daredevil movie. Yes. Uh, but we will be discussing the last four episodes of season one of Netflix's Daredevil. Yes. Um, and of course, the Super Bowl blessed us with a few good nuggets, uh, including the full trailer for Multiverse of Madness. Oh, um, yeah. I'm sorry, Stephen. Your desecration of reality will not go unpunished. We should tell him the truth. All right. I think before we do Multiverse of Madness, let's quickly talk about um, Moon Knight. Yeah, there was a new uh, Moon Knight um, TV ad that was during the Super Bowl. And before anyone wonders, no, I really only watched because of the commercials. I I don't I didn't watch the game, and I remember, uh, you know, it was like the first commercial that they went to, and I I heard the song that they have in the in all the Moon Knight ads, and I looked up and I was like, ooh, some Moon Knight ad, but I noticed there was some different stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, the main thing that I got out of this was uh, a little bit more of Ethan Hawke's character. Yeah. And I feel like So, okay, I don't know a lot about Moon Knight except he's kind of a anti-hero from what I've heard and read and everything. Yeah. So, I feel like Ethan Hawke um I don't know how to put it cuz it seems too simple to just say he's the reason for it. He obviously is the reason for it. But like it just showed more of Ethan Hawke is basically what I'm trying to say, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and his role in the in the in the show, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, and uh, I know a lot is being put on this uh, because Moon Knight's a very violent character, kind of like Netflix Deadpool, or not mm-hmm. Deadpool, uh, Netflix uh, uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. Okay. Um, and uh, it, they're looking to see if they're going to treat Moon Knight as maybe not as dark as as daredevil but like still have his dark and darkness and violence as he should like if it was a true adaptation yeah 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 um because if they do that then that means good things for daredevil when they eventually give him a new season or movie or whatever right uh, so so moon knight's going to be a good gauge for that yeah i'm yeah, we're gonna get into the Daredevil thing in a minute here, but uh I'm down for I'm down for, you know, Disney trying to um toe you know, step in the water a little bit and try to uh you know, yeah, let's let's try to get more adults with our with our superhero stuff. Cause you know, it's not all just for kids. <laughs> yeah. Or so. you know, do both. Like do some where they're for adults and some that are for like everybody. Right. 
Because isn't the uh, the upcoming um, Marvel show supposed to be like really just straight for kids? From what I gather, because uh, the yeah, main the lead's a kid, right? Like a teenager. Am I if I'm what? understanding that correctly? The the Miss Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it, from what I've heard, it's very Disney esque. Yeah. Know? Um, but who knows? Yeah, and she's a teenager, so. Um, yeah, we'll see. I I don't know how dark they're going to go because there's a lot of like religious stuff with that, Mm. uh, too, because she's Muslim. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we're going to, there's going to be all that kind of stuff in there. Okay. Okay. Um, Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. What's Disney going to do? Right. Uh, well, they, they're already in hot water because uh they cast people who weren't that whatever you uh-huh. know like so they they cast someone who wasn't muslim as a muslim character they uh... cast someone who didn't wear certain garbs to be the one character known for wearing that thing gotcha gotcha um so you know casting drama casting drama um, so anyway, uh, then there was the Multiverse of Madness trailer. Yes, we can get to this now. Yes, I watched. Um, I watched this thing so like five. Story. I watched this thing five times because you told me two different things that I missed, and then other people said like other things that I missed, and I'm like, how the fuck did I miss all this stuff? <laughs> Like, I was so mad. Well, it moves very fast, and there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I'll let you, I'll, you, you, you can start. Okay, so I was, there's clearly, there's more of a story building up here. Yes. So we have, we have Strange, who is more or less in trouble for No Way Home. Um, and, and what he did with that, which is curious. Uh, so he ends up like, it looks like Mordo captures him and takes him to the Illuminati, mm-hmm. uh, who, what seems to be headed by, uh, Charles Xavier, Charles Xavier. Yep. Uh, played by Patrick Stewart because that was one hundred percent Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Now that w- w- I didn't notice it the first time I went through it, and then when you told me that, and I went back again, then I heard it, and I was yeah. like, ah, you know. And if they're, I mean, they're putting Patrick Stewart into the trailer. Imagine what I mean. That's them just kind of showing their hand. Like this is going to have a lot. This is going to have so many cameos and appearances by people that we are willing to show off Patrick Stewart. Stewart. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Um, so, uh, also people have like zoomed in and they think they see, uh, Reed Richards, Mm. uh, cause they, they see a shadowy figure and in that same scene, like in the background, Okay. Um, sitting in one of those chairs, someone with slightly elongated arms and a blurry uniform that looks like the Fantastic Four like uniform. Oh, okay. Uh, like with the four circle or whatever. Right, right. Um and then uh in the 
poster, I was telling you about this earlier, in the poster, someone zoomed in on a shard of broken glass. Yeah. And or different shards, really. One they saw um Captain Carter's shield reflected. Hmm. Uh, and another one they saw Deadpool reflected. Um hmm. and I thought that was really you know, Deadpool was uh rumored to be making his MCU debut here. Okay. It would also be hilarious if it's just Marvel and Disney just trolling us and just putting Deadpool it could in, be. in the poster yeah. for people who are zooming in on posters and shit. And, and you know, knowing like Kevin Feige, it could be. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But also in the trailer, they went, uh, there's a bit where they're kind of like falling through a portal Mm-hmm. And uh, it someone kind of again zoomed in a bit, and it looked like the portal they were falling through was an animated world. Oh, really? So now it's like, uh, are they going to uh, Spider Verse? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say probably not. But it would be cool. It would be cool, but I'm I'm not gonna hold my hopes up on that. I mean, I yeah. I I can see the animated part, um, but it's the, I don't think it's gonna be the the Spider Verse yeah. movie. Or, or it's uh the '90s X Men reboot or continuation. I <laughs> I would have put more money on that than I would the Spider Verse, <laughs> especially I mean, since. They made such a big deal to announce that they're bringing back the X-Men animated show. Yeah, and we know now Patrick Stewart's going to be in this. So there is an X-Men connection through this yep, movie. That is true. That is very true. Um, and this is actually really huge because it basically announces mutants in the MCU now. Finally, because goddamn, all during WandaVision, I was so tired of hearing them <laughs> about that. Like, this is how we're going to get mutants in the MCU. This is how we're going to get mutants in the MCU. And I was like, oh, my God, just let the episodes play out. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Reed Richards, for that matter. Yeah. So, yeah, that too. Yes. So, well, if you if you, if you you think about it, uh, Multiverse of Madness is just WandaVision 2. Yes. I, I um, was um, talking to somebody at my job about it, and I, and I was, like, like letting them know. Hey, just so you know, because they're not super into it like we are. Yeah. Um, and I was like, this is a follow up to like WandaVision and a little bit of What If. And then they yeah. were like, Oh shit, I never got to see WandaVision. So I was like, Well, you might want to, you might want to, you might want to bone <laughs> up on it because <laughs> this is gonna, yeah. this is gonna follow it. <laughs> but uh, see, this, I think I brought this point up er, like a few episodes back about them mixing the movie with the TV shows because not everyone has access to Disney plus because it's, you know, it's a paid subscription. You got to pay for it to have Mm -hmm. it. Not everyone can afford to do that. And that's going to kind of, you know, alienate people who don't watch it by, you know, making these references in the movies. So I'm thinking if they're going to reference, you know, everything that happened in like WandaVision, 
they have to like explain it somehow. There has to be some exposition. They can't just suddenly well, have Wanda there like at the end of WandaVision and then she's just there and then it just continues. I feel like they have to explain something. I think I think what they're going to do is they might reference it. If you want to know the full story, you go watch the show. Yeah. If you want the character depth, you watch the show. But I don't think it will be necessary to have seen the show in order to follow the character storylines in the movie. Okay. You you just find out more how they got to that point, but not necessarily it's it's not something that is required viewing to understand the plot. Okay. I guess that's fair enough. Um but a couple things, and speaking of WandaVision and Wanda, uh, one, zombie Wanda. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that, like, the fifth time watching through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice it the first time either. Um, and two, uh, so many Wandas. Uh, and I'm yeah. wondering, are these Wanda variants, or is this just, like, her psychosis? Because, remember, she's, like, a... She's a Nexus whatever. Mm. So yeah. there's only one of her. There can't be variants. No, there can't be. Um, well, if you remember at the end of WandaVision, uh, there was two of her. There was one that was outside in the cabin, and then there was the other one of her. Well, yeah, that was just an astral projection, though. Really. Well, that, but I'm saying that could be what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably just her searching her memories or, yeah. yeah it could be know. that, too. Could be that, or well, it, Professor X is involved, so it could be oh. uh, um, him or uh, what's that? Um, you know that helmet thing that Cerebro, Cerebro. Yeah, it could be Professor X. Or it could be Cerebro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Uh, I think it's gonna be fun. They're still not really showing Miss America or whatever. Um, I felt like I saw her for like a second she was like jumping out of, um, there's a scene where Do- uh, Dr. Strange opens up like yeah, this they're... metal door and there's uh-huh. like two other people kind of next to him. I think one of them was her because there's a yeah, shot they... of her jumping out. Yeah, she's out. in there. She's in there a few times, but she's only, it only, she only said one line. Yeah. Uh, Ameri- yeah. America Chavez is her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh. Yeah, she's just like, watch out, or whatever, and that's when you'd, like, split the bus. Yes. Uh, But I think she is, like, central to the story. I think the the whole plot is about her. Yeah, Um, yeah, totally. So it's interesting that they're keeping that aspect of it out of the trailers. Yeah, that's cool. That's perfectly fine. And Um, can I just say that it feels like the MCU has a problem with buses? You ever notice that? Do. I was noticing that. <laughs> they don't seem to like buses very much. MCU. What the hell is with them with buses? <laughs> oh, and speaking of Shang-Chi. Yes. Um, is that like, is that one of the temples from Shang-Chi like in the trailer? You know what I mean? And there's like. I didn't think about that. Was, was that the Ten Rings? Like, is that. It could be. It very, I didn't even think about it, but it could be. Well, and then there's like a Minotaur, like yes. randomly. Yeah, I, I did notice that because I was wondering who that was. 
Um, um, which that made me think again of Shang Chi and like yeah. that villain Talo. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't know. I didn't. Uh, I didn't catch. I didn't pick up on that until you just said that. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. Um. But yeah, it'll be interesting. It looks. It, there's so much going on in this. It totally. Just, it's massive. It is. I mean, I really do believe this is going to be a real long movie. I mean, we're going to yeah. see like news news articles. It's like Doctor Strange is four and a half hours long. Because <laughs> they did that with Spider Man with No Way Home. They were like Spider Man, No Way Home is going to be three and a half hours long, and people were bitching and complaining about it. <laughs> Let it be four hours long. See. I'll watch it. <laughs> Doctor Strange two early cut runtime is currently three hours long. Okay, so not nearly as long as I thought it would have been. Um, I thought it would have been longer. This says two hours and 40 minutes. So, yeah, probably somewhere between two and a half to three hours. Okay, I thought it would have been longer, honestly, if I'm going to be honest. So that's not bad. So, anyway, anything else you have on the trailer? Um, I just like that the only two people that's ever going to play Charles Xavier is uh, James McAvoy or Patrick Stewart. Right. <laughs> like, we can't get anyone else ever to play Charles Xavier. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> if Patrick Stewart oh. and James McAvoy ever die in a plane crash, we're fucked. <laughs> oh, there is also a rumor. Okay. There is a strong rumor uh-huh. that... Uh, X-Force version of Wolverine is going to be in the movie played by Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> what? Yes. I'm not what? Kidding. I don't even know how I feel about that. <laughs> oh, God. That'd be hilarious. I want to see Daniel Radcliffe play Wolverine. Holy shit. That's like one of those joke, like scenarios that show up in movies when they want to show like alternate timelines or something yeah like someone went back and stepped on a butterfly did they come back and it's like oh daniel radcliffe is wolverine now he was in logan with the with the the multiverse though like what if they're just showing it maybe as like a goofy variant (laughs) yeah it could be but that's just but when you say Daniel Radcliffe to play Wolverine, that's just what I think of immediately. First thing. Yeah. Like is like a like a joke scenario for like a time travel sketch bit or something. Mm. <laughs> like Sharon Stone is in Hamlet and Daniel Radcliffe is Wolverine. Like <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. You know what? Let's stop uh, while we're ahead, because I don't think we could top that news. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, let's then wrap up Daredevil. Yes. Hi, guys. I'm Bubba Wheat. And I am Rob Branch. And we are coming at you with a new podcast called Lyrical Innuendo, where we have every episode ask the question that is the most important question in music, and that is, is this song about sex? Hmm. So you can find us at rabbitholepodcast.com on Anchor or Stitcher. Yeah, that sounds good. So why don't you just sit down, pop a Viagra, and um, make sure to swallow, because this is going to get deep. When I was a kid, I used to dream what it would be like to live somewhere far away from Hell's Kitchen. But I realized the city was a part of me. 
It was in my blood. And I would do anything to make it a better place. I got something to say. Okay. Um, as everyone probably heard by now, Netflix is taking down all of their Marvel shows, like Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and whatever else they might have had. Um, a, I think that's bullshit. I think that's that's terrible. Only because we don't know where it's going. It was never fully announced that it's going to Disney+. Plus. We're assuming that's where it's going, but they no one ever really said. Yeah. And or I'm Amazon. A, I'm a little I would rather go to Amazon only because Disney Plus has a habit of censoring things on there. Yeah. Um like they've altered some movies on there that either had like cussing or too much violence um probably Yeah, no, not. I've had the same thought. Yeah. So, you know, what I've been enjoying about this Daredevil show was just how gritty it is and kind of dark and, you know, violent and bloody and gory it's been. And then if I feel like if it's going to go to Disney, they're going to, like, you know, get rid of that. And, I, I, and you know, I've, I've only seen this first season. I've not seen the other seasons. I've not gotten to Jessica Jones or Luke Cage or – Defenders, yeah. I'm not pun like a fucking Punisher. How are they gonna fucking do that? Like, <laughs> isn't the whole well, thing with Punisher, Punisher? <laughs> like yeah, season season brutally. two has Punisher, but he's got his own show too, right? Yeah. So isn't the whole thing about Punisher is he just like kills bad guys like left and right for like 50 minutes? Like, well, how the fuck are you gonna Disneyfy that? So uh, I'm a little I mean, worried. Look at, the to- look at the Thomas Jane movie though. I mean, that's they could probably pull off something like that. I guess, but I don't know. I like the way Netflix handled it. I like the way they handled this first season of Daredevil, and I'm, I'm now that the fact that they're taking it off worries me. So yeah. I would rather it go to Amazon because at least Amazon, I think, will leave it alone for the most part. <clears throat> yeah. um, but I fear if it go if it actually goes on Disney Plus, something's gonna change. Yeah, and well, I guess they just ran out like. Uh... Disney's contract ran up with Netflix. I was wondering about why uh, they were doing this. Yeah, I think that's what happened. And But it would be weird to put it on anything except for Disney. But I still also can't see them putting it on Disney+. Plus. Right. Yeah, it's weird. So I don't know. <clears throat> they need to introduce, like, in Europe and stuff, they have a uh, an adult package that has oh. you know some of disney properties more adult movies that aren't yeah like, you know under the disney banner mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, i know what you mean i know what you mean yeah so uh they Cause... they have that there and that's where they think it's probably gonna go but they need to introduce that in the states yeah that yeah they would i don't know if they ever will but i hope they do because that would be a great idea that would that, and that uh, would totally work. It would totally work if they did that. Anyway, that was me um, bitching about them moving this show off of Netflix <laughs> just as I was getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, though, we have four episodes to talk about, but I don't actually think we need to talk about it in episodes. Like, Yeah, probably, I was thinking that. Yes. We could probably just talk about it in characters like, yeah. and what happens to each character. 
Yes, I. You know what? I had that same thought earlier, and I meant to tell you, and I didn't. But we yeah. were somehow reading each other's minds. So that was really yeah. Because these, really these four these four episodes just kind of play one right after the other. Yeah. Like they're very singular. they are. Yes, they are. It's it's kind of like they they tell one long story. These last four. Can I start with the whole foggy finding? Well, yes, out? that's exactly where I'd want to start. Okay, good. So, if you you all recall in the last episode, I was trying to predict what was going to happen uh, as a result of Foggy finding um, Matt, you know, unconscious in his house or apartment, uh, all bloodied and beaten in the in the man the man man in the mask outfit. Yeah, and I theorized that it's either going to be. Foggy's gonna think that the masked man beat up Matt and then put the stuff on him to frame him for all the crimes, and Foggy's gonna think that and go all, like on the Green Gob uh well Green Goblin slash James Franco in Spider Man two route <laughs> of things. Uh or Matt was gonna say that's what happened to you know, cover yeah. you know, to cover himself. Well, neither happened. <laughs> No, they just went straight for it. <laughs> they just were like, yep, I'm Daredevil. I'm the man in the mask. I'm the one going around, you know, beating up people. And, uh, yes, I can kind of see. I'm not totally blind and all this stuff. And I'm, my jaw was, like, on the floor this whole time. I'm like, really? This is the way they're going to go with this? Wow. Yeah. yeah. But they I, never tell Karen. They don't tell Karen. And I'm still wondering why. If it's more of like a you know safety thing, like you know, if yeah. more people if more people find out who I am, the more people are in danger, kind yeah. of thing. Or and, well, and the priest knows. The priest knows. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I'm not an idiot, right? Um, and uh, but yeah, no, and the foggy stuff like that. That first episode ten uh, is mm-hmm. really good because yes. uh, so much of it is just foggy going in on Matt. Yes, it is. Yep. Um, yep. And the flashbacks to when they were in uh, college and first met. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little sad. Um, yeah. He threw their sign away. Yeah, that's but by the <laughs> but by the end, uh, you know, he wins Foggy over, and Foggy is just like, you know, he's he's reluctantly okay with the whole thing. Yeah, he's he's moving forward. Yeah, he and, he he'd rather that Matt didn't do this, but he knows Matt's gonna do it. So he's just like, all right, man. He's just kind of <laughs> going along with it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It really surprised me that they're going the route of Foggy's gonna know. I, you know, I, I thought they would have kept that like for maybe like a mid season two discovery. So maybe that happens with Karen. Uh, I don't. I don't know. There's there's always James Franco amnesia. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I didn't think about that. You're right. Foggy can get hit in the head. <laughs> this episode brought to you by James Franco. <laughs> uh, maybe not. Maybe we shouldn't do that. Let's not. Since <laughs> he's technically canceled, he probably shouldn't be affiliated with James Franco. Let's let's be like Seth Rogen and distance ourselves away from him. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I got to say about them two. 
Um, there, um, yeah, their arc in these four was interesting because they were they were like, uh, you know, yeah, Foggy found out, then he gets mad, and he leaves the firm, and then they don't talk for like at least like one and a half episodes they don't talk to each other yeah uh karen is like a kid in the middle of a divorce and is like i don't know what's going on and <laughs> pretty much yeah uh yeah and then you have karen's whole story which she's basically kind of sort of forcing ben Urich to like yes. do this article yeah uh which ends up getting ben killed killed by fucking uh wilson fisk yeah yeah which that which hold, okay so we'll, we'll come back to it but i do okay. want to just put out there uh that scene where mm-hmm. he starts typing and then oh, it shows yeah. him in the back yeah and then and then just the talk and the mo- the tenseness between mm-hmm. the two of them. Yeah. Uh, it was, that's such a great scene. That totally was. That was one of my favorite scenes, I thought. I mean, I was riveted by that part. Uh, but anyway, so she ends up finding out about his mother, mm-hmm. uh, Karen does, and yes. that she's in this nursing home. So she tricks Ben, lies to him to get him to go there. Yes. And they kind of talk to her while they're there. Yeah. Um, and they're there because the reason she or how she tricked him was his wife seems to have maybe Alzheimer's or something along those lines. I thought it was like a cancer type thing because they were going to put her in hospice. Could be. The, oh, wait. Are we but, talking about the, the mom or the wife? I, I, I lost track. Cause the, uh, the wife. Because Fisk's mom has a dementia and the and all that stuff, the yeah. Ben's wife I has like the vague movie TV show cancer. They don't ever really talk about what kind. But it she is. also had kind of that dementia, you know, where she kind of came and went like consciousness, or you know, like uh, you know, well. I I took that to mean you know she was getting chemo and you know chemo really wipes you out. So I just assumed it was a cancer thing. I mean, I guess they never really said, unless it says here in the Wikipedia here. Um, but I, I I thought it was just like she had a cancer thing and it was getting worse. And then uh, at the end of one of these episodes, well, the I think the one before they go to that fancy nursing home, he uh, Ben talks to the whoever the head of the hospital or whoever he's been talking to, and she gives him the pamphlet about hospice ovarian cancer oh, okay yeah see i mean i don't remember them outright saying they, they what didn't. it was no that no they <clears throat> don't but um, i figured it was a cancer of some kind and yeah i just assumed she was always like sleeping and tired because she was getting you know chemo yeah i mean that could be but anyway so, yeah anyway yeah that um so because of so that she because of that ben. he was gonna try to put her in a home but couldn't afford it yeah. So, uh, so Karen she pretended, yeah. yeah, Karen pretended that, uh, he was gonna, or she was gonna introduce him to this place, mm-hmm. but it was really a, a lie to get him to meet with, uh, Wilson Fisk's mother. Yep. But then the mother remembers and contacts Wesley. Um, Wesley. And, uh, that, ends up having Wesley go <laughs> after Karen. Yep. And then Karen kills Wesley. Yes. 
Oh my god, that was such a great scene too. Yeah, <laughs> because he said he said so convincingly. Do you think I'm stupid enough to leave a loaded gun in front of you? So you're like, oh shit, he he's not. And then yeah. she picks it up and then fucking blasts him with yeah. the gun. And I'm like, oh shit, it was loaded. Wow. Yes, you are that stupid. You are that stupid, apparently. Well, but also it's also kind of clever because he's he's doing reverse reverse psychology yeah. on her, <laughs> and it failed on him. So. Um, can I say something really weird? Okay. Wesley kind of grew on me as we were watching these. Like, I know he's a bad guy. He's working. He was working for a really bad guy, but he was kind of like cool. Like I kind of dug his whole like style and you know, the way he talked and walked and did everything. I kind of liked him. I was, I was a little sad that he died, but I get, he had to. So yeah, no, I like Wesley. I like Wesley too, but, uh, yeah, no. And, she that whole scene where he's like, you know, trying to be all intimidating and mm-hmm, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. And then she just fucking shoots him. Yeah, <laughs> um, point blank, like several times too, not just once. Yeah, like it wasn't just once that she dropped the gun. Like no, she fucking put the clip into his body. <laughs> like damn. Yeah. <laughs> well, so this leads Fisk to being not happy. <clears throat> yes. And so Fisk starts trying to hunt down whoever killed Wesley, uh, which leads him uh, to Ben. Yes. So, well, he he thinks one of two things, because Wesley never told Fisk about the phone call from his mom and never said anything about, you know, the blonde woman that visited me, you know, or whatever. He never told Fisk about this. Oh, you know, well, I don't know if you were going to get back to it, but the reason why was because Fisk was in the hospital. Are we getting to that later? Uh, no, you can talk about it. Okay, so um, during uh, – Fisk is having, like, this giant, like, gala party fundraiser thing with, like – the senator that you know is working for Fisk and a bunch of other rich people, and while they're at this uh, at this party, um, some certain people at this party start like passing out, and <laughs> fucking Leland Leland's probably like my third favorite character. <laughs> 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 he just cracked me up every time he was on screen. He just says something funny that made me laugh. Anyway, he's like, oh, can't handle your liquor. and But then, like, more people are passing out, and they realize they're being poisoned. And one of the people being poisoned is Vanessa, who, you know, I don't think we've talked a whole super lot about. There was a whole episode dedicated about her, I guess. But uh, it's the girl that Fisk is, like, falling in love with and is, like, yeah. head over heels and um, just going with Gaga over. Anyway, she gets poisoned. And so he rushes her to this hospital uh, and he, uh, Fisk, like, helicopters in, like, this special doctor that he's got in his pocket uh, to, you know, work on her and, you know, do whatever operation that <laughs> needs to be done when someone's poisoned. And um, so he was distracted by that when Wesley got the phone call from, you know, Wilson's mom. It was like, hey, this blonde woman visited me and was asking me questions, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, since, you know, you know, Wilson's busy, I'm going to go take care of this myself. So he doesn't tell anybody where he's going. He just gets a car, he gets a gun, and then he kidnaps Karen, who's 
either going into her house or the office. I didn't quite catch where that was, but um, captures her, and then that's when she, you know, wakes up. Uh, Wesley's like, you know, you shouldn't have done that. That was that's his mom, and I have to kill you. He puts the gun, and then she fucking lays him to waste. That's the story on that. <laughs> uh, uh, who so, else do we have? Well, um, can we talk about Melvin? Because I'm on the Wikipedia page, and he's got his own entry. And I don't know if you know this. Do you know about Melvin? Uh, I know do a I, little bit about Melvin. Do I get do I get to introduce something to you for once? Maybe. Okay. So... Um, well, let me explain who he is in the show first. So Melvin, uh, well, first, um, after Matt had his ass handed to him by both, uh, Fisk and, uh, what's his name? The ninja guy. <laughs> the nin- They actually say he's a ninja in one of the episodes. I thought it was funny. Uh, I can't remember that yeah, guy's name. I can't name. remember his name. The yeah. guy that burnt to death. Anywho, um, uh, Rosario Dawson's character, uh, makes like one final appearance in this season. And is like, hey, if you're going to keep doing this, you might want to think about getting some kind of protection. Which made him remember that when he was fighting Fisk underneath his clothes, he saw some kind of, like, body armor. And so he, so Matt, in his ever delicate ways, beats up a guy to find out where he gets his, where Fisk gets his armor from. And it leads him to this guy named Melvin. Uh, who knows how to make things, according to him in the in the show. Now, the reason I'm surprised he has a whole Wikipedia article <laughs> is because he was barely in the show. He had a fight scene with Matt when when Matt confronted him to you know say, "Hey, make a suit for me." Uh, Melvin was like, "You were not supposed to be here." And they have like a two to five minute fight scene in this garage. Uh, in which case, we find out that uh, Fisk uh, told Melvin that if anyone ever finds, you know, him and this place, uh, Fisk is going to kill someone named Betsy. So Melvin gets worried about Betsy. Matt promises, "I'm not, you know, I won't let anything happen to Betsy. I need you to make me a suit." So Melvin proceeds to make the suit, and that's going to come up in the last episode of the season. Now. According to Wikipedia, and remember, Wikipedia, Grain of Salt, all that stuff, he is a character who goes by the name Gladiator, and he was uh, initially depicted as a supervillain and was one of the first enemies of Daredevil. Uh, but in his you know day job, he's a costume designer uh, in New York. Um, he will eventually become a uh, – he reforms and becomes a good guy and starts supporting Daredevil. Um, apparently, he's really good at making costumes, and he feels like he's better than any superhero. Uh, he made himself a, a suit of armor and became Gladiator. Uh, he fought Daredevil. Uh, and someone named Mass Marauder. I think I've heard that name before. Then eventually, I'm just kind of jumping around here. Uh, he meets a lot of people actually. He meets uh, he meets Elektra. He meets Spider Man. Uh, he teamed up with Deathstalker. Uh, man, yeah, so many people. Just go to Wikipedia. Look at all these people he teamed up with. And well, it's um, it's very similar to like how they did with uh, Swordsman in Hawkeye. Okay. 
yeah you know yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. a massive character <clears throat> that was just kind of like this side character in the show so that's kind of what happened with here but you know i was yeah. just surprised because i'm reading you know i'm just looking at the the quick plot synopsis and they got an article from Melvin. I'm like, what the fuck? Where's Melvin have his yeah. own Wikipedia no, thing? I, I knew he was like a villain turned hero, like costume guy uh, in the comics. Okay. Uh, I forgot. I had forgotten his name and all that, but okay. uh, like gladiator. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, yeah, I did know he was like a bigger deal in the comics. Okay. Gotcha. So I'm wondering, well, you probably know more than I do if he shows up on the show again. You don't got to tell me. I'm just talking. Uh, honestly, I, I I don't entirely. I, th- I believe he does. Uh, okay. Because I want to say, too, that, um, you know, he's kind of like his Lucius Fox or whatever. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, where, cool. yeah. But I think his outfit <clears throat> changes, like, in season two. It, it'll look slightly different than it did here. Okay. Um. But, um, uh, and also I'm pretty sure he's, uh, mentally handicapped in some way. It seems like it. Yeah. And we never really find out who Betsy is. We just assume it's yeah, somebody really close to him. We don't know if it's like an actual girlfriend or just a girl he likes or, you know, what's yeah. up with it, but you don't ever find out. Now the Wikipedia article did go into detail, but I'll let you discover that on your own. Uh, so there's Melvin. I just want to talk about that quickly just because I saw that. And that's how Matt gets the suit. Um, who else? Uh, we got the whole thing with Gao and Matt breaking into her operation. And then her um, knocking him back with one. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought she was going to do the thing from Kill Bill. <laughs> Kill Bill. <laughs> what was that? The five finger death punch? Is death that what that punch, was? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for his heart to explode. <laughs> but no, she fucking mopped the floor with him. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, she's a huge character, too. Apparently, uh, she shows up a lot in these Defender shows. Like, she's oh, a, a okay. primary antagonist, like, throughout, like, everybody's stories. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, not everybody, but, like, a lot of them. All right. Well, okay. That's cool. Um, I'm guessing she – well, it makes sense. Um, well, it will explain why that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and, you know, they, they were like – uh, or she's like, you know, I'm going to leave and go back to my home country. And Lynn's like, what, China? And she's like, no, like much farther away or whatever. Yeah, I was wondering what that was um, a reference to. So I, I looked that up. It's another land. It It's basically like a Talo. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, that kind of, that uh, same, similar idea. Okay. Um. So uh, I think that becomes a plot point in the whole Defenders thing too. Uh, so, um, all right. Well, maybe I'll get to find out someday. Maybe, depending. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, that whole thing was kind of cool where he he snuck into Gal's operation, uh, kind of blew it up. (laughs) Why do these bad guys just keep barrels of gasoline around their lair? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) So they can, especially a drug lab, (laughs) especially drug labs. What the fuck? That's not a smart idea. Hey, drug kingpin people, don't leave barrels of gasoline around. Some guy in a mask is gonna come blow your up, blow your shit up. <laughs> um. Uh, so there, I just want to talk about that. That was a cool 
like little action yeah. sequence where <laughs> he he broke in. And I don't know. They were talking about before that she uses only blind people to uh, package up her heroin, and right. uh, uh, that's how Matt kind of found where her thing was because he was following a blind person that got mm-hmm. picked up by a car. Uh, and of course, music. and of course, they're playing classical music. <laughs> they don't play bad guys. Don't play anything else but classical music. Right. I want to write a movie where all the bad guys listen to like seventies yacht rock, <laughs> <laughs> like fucking like Christopher Cross comes out. <laughs> oh, that's um, fun. So, uh, there is uh. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, what else? Uh, Leland, who stands Leland. up to Fisk. Yeah, and he gets thrown into an elevator shaft. Yep. Because I didn't think that was going to end well. Anyway, when when he because Fisk was like, you know, some of my money's missing, and you're, and then he notices that Leland was shaking and sweating at the same time. Yeah. So then Leland was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I'm stealing your money. And you know that cop that you paid to kill the other cop? Well, I got him hidden away somewhere. And if these my guys don't hear from me in like a half an hour, he's going to go to the cops or whatever and tell them all about you. Um, I knew that. Le- yeah. I that knew that was not going to end well. Yeah. And that leads into like the basically the story for the whole ending, yeah. which is uh, now it's a race to find that cop. Mm-hmm. before you know kingpin gets to him yes and uh so then matt goes uh and uh kit like knocks out all the other guys all the guards and cops and everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and tells him to like go blood splattered and all like to, to the police station well to just the one cop who's not yeah the dirty. one cop that I they know his name has. i can't remember yeah. the guy's name but yes He's come up like a lot of episodes. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. I can't um, remember what the cop's name was, but yes. Yeah. Uh, and wait. so he, uh, you know, they get that. And then they hire, of course, Nelson and Murdoch as the lawyers. Yep. <clears throat> um, and uh, and then we get this, the, like, uh, Martin Scorsese-led montage. montage of the FBI <laughs> busting them. <laughs> yeah. All these people getting arrested, uh, and then you know, Kingpin gets arrested. Yep. Um, and, but then, of course, you know, then comes the next great scene, which mm-hmm. is the Good Samaritan story in yeah. the back of the truck. Yep. Um, followed by his immediate uh prison break. Yes. So, you know, we all thought all the people, all the dirty cops were busted. But apparently not, as some of them were on the detail uh, following him to the prison. And they suddenly start pulling their guns and start shooting at the non-corrupted guards and cops that were taking Kingpin to prison. Um, And then uh, Matt, uh, well, Matt, Karen, and Foggy were celebrating their big victory on busting Fisk. Until they notice on a TV that he's breaking out, so of course Matt's like, "I gotta go! I gotta go stop this." Um, and then Foggy again, you know, this is where we learn like he's kind of reluctantly letting Matt do this. 
Yeah. Um, you know, this it was during this part where he's like, "All right, fine. Yeah, go be the hero. Be careful, and you know, go get him." And this is where we get the first uh, look at the suit that Melvin was making him. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, red with some black uh, patches, I guess. Yeah. And let me see if I remember. The red was supposed to help against the knives, and the black was supposed to help against the bullets. If Something I like correctly. that, yeah. And... Um, and so he now debuts as Daredevil. And in the last he, 15 minutes of the show. Yes, of season one. Yeah. <laughs> he finds Fisk, uh, who is escaping, and they fight in an alley. Uh, yep. he, he kicks Fisk's ass, the, the good cop, whatever his name was. I'm really I'm trying to I'm looking at the cast here, and I don't remember which one of these names was him. <laughs> um, I don't. Was it Mahoney? That doesn't sound right. Okay, well, I don't know. It's one of these names that I'm looking at here. Anywho, he shows up. Because <laughs> I guess he's the only cop who's on street duty. Cause <laughs> he's the only cop on the show who has both desk duty and street duty. Because <laughs> yeah. he's either on the street when Matt busts somebody and he shows up, the cop shows up to arrest whoever Matt's beating up. Or he's at the station behind the desk when Matt shows up to ask about a perp or brings a perp in or something like this cop. And he's seems... and he's been constantly on both day shift and night. And the shift. night, <laughs> yes, maybe the day shift times he's the desk and the nighttime shifts he's out on the streets. <laughs> yeah. So anywho, yeah, this, this cop, the good cop, arrests Fisk's. He gets put into prison, and then he stares at the wall, much like he did when he was a kid. I thought yep. that was really clever. And that's it, I think. That's everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's season that's one. It. That is season one. Can I say I'm kind of glad you had me watch this, because this was awesome. I yeah, enjoyed I'm, I'm really bummed that it's getting taken off Netflix. <laughs> I hope it's I mean, coming. I want it to come. The timing, else. yeah. The timing, <laughs> right? Really, um, but yeah, I, I, you know, some episodes, you know, not every episode was great by any means. Mm-hmm. It's not a perfect season, um, but overall, it's a great season. It was a good introduction. It was a great introduction it's, to all these. It's characters. very well made. Yes, it's actually like very cinematic. Like it almost. This felt like a super long movie. Like this could have been like a three and a half hour movie, really. Um, and a bunch of long takes too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, great acting all around. Like everyone did a great job. Not one bad performance that I I can't you know think of. Um, fucking Vincent D'Onofrio fucking kills it. Has Kingpin. Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't want anyone else playing that role. So I'm glad that, you know, as much as you say Hawkeye ruined the character, I'm kind of glad they got him to be it um, anyway. Because, you know, that was fun um, to kind of retroactively yeah. think about that episode when he showed up. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a great first season. I hope I get to check out the other seasons <laughs> at some point. Uh, I mean, yeah, I could cram them all in before March 1st, but honestly, I don't know if I'm going to have time. Right. But um, 
Uh, I'm for anyone out there who's been listening and is curious. I'm gonna say I would recommend it. And if you get to if you can get to it before March first, try to get at least to the first season because it is wonderful. Um, just binge the hell out of it. I mean, each episode's an hour, so you're looking at 13 hours <laughs> of content. Yeah. Um, but I'm recommended. I'm glad. And again, Nick, I'm glad you had me watch it. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I agree with everything that you said. Um, that you made yourself watch it? <laughs> uh, that, well, that I got to rewatch it, too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you said you watched cause, it already. Yeah, because I hadn't seen it uh, mm. since it first aired. Mm. And uh, no, I'm really glad I got to rewatch it and remember just how good it really was. Yeah, yeah, this was good. This was good. Um, good. Charlie Cox, and, he's cool. Yeah. I like him. Um. Well, I think that'll wrap it up for this. Yes. Uh, in the next episode, clearly we, uh, well, we, I guess we technically could, but we're not going to be that dumb and continue with season two of Daredevil. Nah. Nah. Uh, um, not right now, anyway. We might go back to that in the future yes. uh, if if it shows up on something easily accessible. Indeed, yes. Um, but so instead, we're going to start prepping for Multiverse of Madness. Mm. Um we are going to be covering the first few episodes of WandaVision, which are thankfully much shorter than Daredevil episodes. Yes, that's true. Um, and <clears throat> also checking out her origin film, Avengers Age of Ultron. Yes. Uh, so until then, I am Nick Job. I'm Jason Soto. And we will MCU later. Copyright 2022 Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbitholepodcasts.com.